Welcome to CTO Confessions with TC Gill. Brought to you by IT Labs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of CTO Confessions is brought to you by the one and only IT Labs, providing technology leaders with purpose-driven development teams for high-performance, innovation and productivity. What more could you want? Please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing quality, high-performing teams off that shelf. And your host today is me, TC Gill, IT Labs Chief Talking Officer, and I'm speaking from London, UK. So, Alessio, welcome to CTO Confessions. It's great to have you on board, sir. And thank you for you to have me here. Thank you very much for the invite. Brilliant. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What are you doing? Who do you work for? So I am Alessio Garofalo. I'm the CIO City of uh, uh, Oxagon Organization. So Oxagon is the Neom, uh, the industrial city of uh, Neom, the city of the uh, futures that we are building in, uh, in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um, within the scope of my role, uh, somehow follow the, all the technology end-to-hand, from cybersecurity to ICT, now to software, AI. Uh, ex, uh, I come from Amazon, uh, so my uh, previous role was head of Azapitic uh, um, for, uh, for Amazon last mile and uh, logistics. And I did a little bit of uh, different roles in Amazon, from fulfillment uh, to ops uh, to tech uh, to innovations execution. And before I spent 13 years in the, in the defense, uh, in the NATO and Italian army as an officer, always working in telco, ICT, cybersec, uh, but with the troops on the ground in Afghanistan, Kosovo, and a few other places. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, I've launched three startups, first one fintech, uh, second one social media, and the third one in the, in the metaverse space. Excellent. That's really good. So, Alessio, what is your passion? What drives you as a leader? Um, I think I'm a natural curious person. I really love uh, focusing on uh, what comes next to learn uh, on new things in a lot of different areas. So I think like really curiosity somehow is my is my driver. And, and that brought me through time to really connect with a, a lot of different areas of tech, right? Not only tech, tech and business in general. And I thought that, uh, and, and I learned that anyway, this can have strong value in the future so because uh, the more areas you touch, and then the more you can understand the people that are working with you in different contexts. So I, I thought that that was one of the characteristics that made me effective, effective leader in a majority of my, of my careers, right? Uh, being able to touch from uh, operations in the army and leadership to instead uh, a more operational driven roles in, uh, in Amazon and then innovation and then last mile and technology and then back to innovations in multiple areas of, uh, of tech and automation. So, I mean, touching all these different areas somehow connect you with a lot of people and give you the ability to, to, to understand them better. Excellent. Excellent. I love the fact you mentioned curiosity because I think this is a great human superpower and used effectively. I think it brings about lots of opportunities, lots of innovation. And, and I think as a leader, it's really important. So it's really great to hear that. I have to confess, I'm a curious person myself and always interested in what something means and what the possibilities are from there. Okay. And also, I want to ask you now around your style of leadership, because I know you're, you're involved in this huge project. And I imagine there's kind of lots of people, there's lots of leading, lots of variables, lots of groups of people. How do you lead? What's your style? Um, so 
I come from uh, uh, you know a military background, so as you as you can imagine, militaries are pretty directive, right? Um, but uh, throughout the the times, I've learned that uh, that may be not uh, the right approach for every situation. I think leaders, you know, need to be like water. You need to be flexible. You need to adapt to different people that are working with you and uh, and being able anyway to adapt yourself to the environment that you have around. So adaptability is kind of like, I think, one of those elements that you really need to develop as a, as a leader. But if I look at myself, I'm trying to be, to, to share with the people that are working with me, what I normally do is ensure that they have a direction. And the directions is clear and coherent with the overall holistic vision, right? Yes. For the organization itself. So this is my main priority. I think that I I saw a lot of um, a lot of leaders and managers come in and not being effective because uh, they are not 100% sure of what is expected from them. Um, so roles and responsibility establishment, create boundaries, uh, give them a clear target. Uh, this is, uh, I think, is extremely important. So I think my leadership style changes with the relationship with the person that is working with me in the sense that I start more directive um, you know, just trying to ensure that this person he is on the right uh, in the right road, and then uh, instead uh, I increase exponentially the amount of uh, autonomy of this uh, of this pair. So I, I really leave, leave, let them normally lead, and uh, you know try to, to shine in uh, in their own uh, in their own areas and try to bring uh, some of the the values without uh, without trying to micromanage. Um, clearly, there is someone that maybe need more directions than others, but more or less, that is what I what I try to do within uh, within my organization. So not only here, even even before here. Fantastic! I love this. I love this adaptive leadership you talked about there, where you start off from what's your strength, what you learn in the army, and then bringing that to to what's going to good for the person in the situation. Quite a, a change, you know, going from directive to giving autonomy. Yeah, I mean, you need to, right? You need to. I think, I think there is no alternative uh, as of now. We need to be very receptive that uh, we are working with a workforce that is extremely diversified. Mm. There is uh, people that uh, are actually then acquire constant attentions and approval. Okay, other people that instead uh, they actually require oppositely uh, strong independence to then do their own uh, their own best. People that they work better in group, people that are working better alone. And uh, I think wrongly in the past, we used to try to generalize single behavior as the best practice. Yes. Uh, while said this is not the, the case anymore. I mean, people are very different and it's better, you get a better value to find what is that person the best at and uh, try to in making thrive in the directions rather than making it maybe a more generalist or uh, equal to the other um, kind of diluting his uh, his superpower. Yes, I love it. Great, great tip for leaders out there to mm-hmm. see people's superpowers and and do what's needed to make that shine. Now, I've got a painful question for you now, Alicia. I want to ask you, what's your pain as a leader? What's the thing that keeps you up at night? What's the challenge in your space? I mean, there is multiple challenges. Uh, I think handling the for like a project like the one that I'm handling as of now, like building an entire city, you know, technology and tech stack and um, and everything that is connected to that. Clearly, there is uh, the, com- the handling of the complexity and the handling of the uncertainties are uh, probably what keep me awake at night. 
But I also think that um, uh, in the last uh, in the last era of tech, we are seeing uh, the the speed of the technology evolutions becoming a consistent problem. In the sense that uh, I remember that you know 15 years ago I could almost keep up with everything, right? Yes. I could, uh, you know, things uh, they were they were moving, they were evolving, but they were evolving. Uh, at a you know at a different speed compared to now now things are popping out of mush like mushrooms and they are just <laughs> getting their own life very 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 quickly yes if you want to really still keep staying connected with uh, with everything it's, it becomes extremely difficult absolutely i think you're right what do we refer to it as often the innovation storm that we live in it's the change yeah. is not only the only constant change is changing as well you know it's uh, quite frightening so I'm really curious. I'm going to bring my curiosity to the space now. How do you handle that as a leader? What? How do you deal with that uncertainty? And then also getting your people to align to what needs to happen within the midst of that uncertainty. Uh, it's a very good question. So I think there is uh, what I'm discovering, right? Because clearly it's always like a, a learning experience for everybody. But what I'm discovering is that uh, first of all, you need to go through the acceptance. Uh, that you cannot control everything, right? Attempt to try to control everything we can as leader and as technologists. I mean, you just you just cannot. So the realizations of that is 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 really an important step. So from there it it follows the um, the ability to really try to focus on what is. Uh, activities they have in front of you doing the prioritization exercise being being conscious of what is what really matters and what are your dependencies this is really like a difficult exercise to do but that pays you know that pays you you back once you focus on what is core and you try to reduce the dependencies on what is core and important the rest can somehow fail Right, it has less impact. Is somehow the 80-20 rule, right? So I think getting into that mindset of trying to do to obtain the best with the amount of resources that you that you have and focus on the high impact items, that is that is probably what can make you successful. And and probably also kind of sometimes we over engineer things, we overthink things, so really trying to uh, bring it more to a skeleton base right to what really matters and i, I think this reflections is uh, it's something that we we is not it's not just about technology right it's something that you can probably translate into you know how our everyday life as of as of now uh, we are bombarded by everything uh, there is uh, you ha- we have everything so i'm trying to reduce the things that matters uh, is probably something that you can do cross-functionally across your life. Fantastic. So, Alicia, as we come towards the closing arc of the podcast, unfortunately, our time together, I've got some nice warm questions here for you. What advice would you give to aspiring tech leaders out there? Because I know your journey has been really interesting, everything from the military to getting into the tech space and doing really well in that. What's your advice to aspiring tech leaders? Uh, my first advice for, uh, for for new leaders is really to get their hands uh, dirty, you know, to be curious, but at the same time to be able to go one level deep and understand what uh, what your people and the people around you are uh, are doing. 
and and ensure that you capture that uh, uh, that learning and you know learn from from that kind of experience right so hands on uh, it is probably going to pay you 10 times on uh, uh, on everything that you will do later on in uh, in your career growing it's always useful also for being more aware in um, in making the in making the best decisions that you can excellent thank you for that and any books or films or anything that's been instrumental in your journey in your tech leadership that you'd like to share this is uh, this is fun so first of all i think uh, and this may be less uh, tech related okay but uh, i think it's one of the the, the books that uh, have uh, really influenced the way that i i work and feel and behave it was the alchemist uh, by ah. paulo coelho yes. and now this is very far from from tech right is uh, is more about uh, the pursuit of your own uh, personal legend is about uh, uh, listening to your intuitions is about uh, understand how everything somehow around you is connected and also value like not the the end point like not the arrival point by the journey that you are uh, that you are having throughout your your life and i think that was um, that for me becomes kind of a way of uh, living in uh, really focusing on uh, be sure that uh, you have a good you kind of try to understand yourself even before understanding the others right try right. to focus on being able uh, to be very aware of uh, yourself uh, on the around you of the world around you of the people around you listening more and um, that i think it was uh, extremely extremely important for me and uh, i this is the first book okay that i probably would uh, would focus on connected to this uh, again probably the topic is very very connected uh, he is um, <clears throat> the souls the souls code of uh, james hillman this is a more technical i think book for uh, you know, self-discovery somehow, and I uh, speak about this uh, theory of the acorn. So kind of uh, how you should pursue a journey or your own journey towards the discovery of your potential. And I think the in a movie, if I have to choose a movie, I would probably go with uh, Ready, Play- Ready Player One oh, of nice. uh, Steven Spielberg. I, I thought, and I was thinking, think more and more of this recently, right? That, Films are like almost a way to look into the future. Somehow what we see in movies, it becomes a reality later, okay, later on. I felt strongly uh, this when uh, when Steven Spielberg uh, published anyway, the Ready Player One movie. And I think it also comes with some interesting uh, uh, point of view on uh, access and equality in uh, in regards of access to technologies and resources, uh, plus uh, also the risk of getting obsessed around uh, certain elements. And, and maybe I, I close, uh, you know, sponsor a little bit uh, uh, my own book now. So I just, I, I published very recently oh, wow. um, a small book. It's called uh, uh, CTO by Mistake, Survival Handbook. It's nice. just my own take on... Uh, uh, 20, 20 hours of uh, of tech uh, from a comedy point, in a comedy point of view, um, just encapsulating the learnings in this uh, in these years, uh, but uh, in a funny way to kind of direct uh, those lost souls uh, that are starting in tech, that are deep in tech, but maybe they 
could understand more or just like a small inspiration for someone that is moving the entrepreneurship world. Yes. I'm really pleased that you shared that and I, I would love to read that. So well done on that book. And, uh, and actually it's made me feel quite jealous. I would love to write a book as well. I've, I've got a few that I've started. So maybe one day I'll be able to share mine with you as well. So Alicio, I've got a really fun question for you now. I want to offer you a wish from the tech genie. The tech genie <laughs> offers you a wish for your leadership, for your industry, for something that you feel very, very strongly about. What would you wish for? Oh, I mean, it will be easy. It's, uh, it's going to be the power of being always right. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So that is that's going to be my my request to the genie, right? At this moment in time, every day you make decisions uh, across so many different areas in which there is so much level of uncertainties. Every time you'd make like the decision, I mean, you're taking a risk, right? Yes. And I mean, risk is embedded. And, you know, it's part of the job, but uh, you make so many mistakes also throughout, uh, you know, throughout the journey and on the long run. So the ability to be always uh, right, that is what I will ask to the, to the genie. I mean, in, the, in, uh, in, in my book, uh, I kind of sort of uh, created a sort of framework that um, I call a mosaic when I'm looking at technology. So mosaic, just an acronym for modular, open, scalable, agnostic, independent, and co-evolutionary. Wow. So these are what uh, basically the six elements that I normally look when I make a decisions in technology. So is it, uh, is it modular? Is it open? Is it agnostic? Is it scalable, right? Is it uh, able to reduce dependencies and can in, in relations to the other technologies that are working with, uh, um, with that, can co-evolve in a certain direction, right? Taking in mind all these decisions and try to make the right decision mm. is very complex and very difficult. So if I could trust my intuitions through the tech genie, um, I would be much happier. Yes, I love it. I think that's a great wish. I'm going to work on that for you, Alicia. So uh, watch your inbox Thanks. when I send the plugin for you. That makes that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So as we come to the full stop of the podcast, unfortunately, our time together, what's your final key takeaway, your gift to the tech leader audience listening to this podcast? Um, I think key takeaways um, are mainly probably three. For me, the first one that you mentioned multiple times, use your own hands, be pragmatic, right? Uh, be sure that you are hands-on and you, you evolve looking at the things from uh, uh, one level down to where you are, because it will probably help you to understand people better. Then uh, less is more will be the second uh, key takeaway. So it is important to focus on the things that matter and concentrate the effort on uh, on those and then uh, the third one is about uh, the people that are working with you is um, find people that can complete you nice. right we normally tend to find people that are like us while instead uh, we should be finding people that are very different from us and uh, that they can be complementary to us so that is probably one of the best takeaway that i've learned in, uh, in this year myself. Brilliant. I love that. I love all three of those. What a great note to finish on, Alicia. I've really enjoyed our time together. Thank you for being on CTO Confessions. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And finally, remember to subscribe to CTO Confessions podcast and IT Labs newsletter, where you get regular tech articles and invites to the IT Labs webinar series. URLs for this can be found at the bottom of this page. 
we are consistently creating material to create, nurture and support a community of tech leaders. And of course, if you want to know more about IT Lab services, including our Teams as a Service service, please don't hesitate to get in touch. As mentioned in the intro, please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing agility, high-performing teams off that shelf with a wide breadth of skill and knowledge. Well, that's all, folks. Look after each other and keep safe. Wishing you all a good day or evening, wherever you are in the world, from all of us here at IT Labs. Live long, live well and prosper. Until we meet again on the next CTO Confessions podcast.